0: Welcome to Two Brothers in their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arif, And I'm your other co-host, Arof. And today on the show, we have two sports topics to talk, to talk about. We're going to start off by doing a discussion on the NBA and specifically the blockbuster three-team trade where Damian Lillard most notably got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, pairing him with Giannis Antetokounmpo. So we're going to talk about that trade for the NBA. We're also going to be doing our weekly segment about fantasy football, Two Bros, Two Picks, both Arsh and I will give you two players that at least you should be adding to your bench but have the potential to be in your starting lineup and could win you your games this week. So stick around for that at the end. Let's get started with the Damian Lillard news. Arsh, what do you have for us on that?
1: Yeah, so this was a blockbuster trade, like you said, and um, it kind of shook up the entire NBA. The whole thing was, oh, Dame's going to be on the heat, and all of a sudden the Greek freak uh, just got in Milwaukee to make a huge deal. They've got Damian Lillard. And they have the Greek Freak, obviously. They still have Chris Middleton. And they still have some pretty good pieces uh, to build around. I really like this team. I think this team has a chance to go down in history and be the NBA Finals winner. However, I don't know if that's going to happen. Not that I don't think it can happen. Not that I don't want it to. And that they might be the favorite in my book right now. But just because this is basketball and things might fall apart, guys might get injured, chemistry might not be there. Um, There might be issues off the court or on the court or whatever. But the point is, if this is a utopia, if this is a place where everything goes the way it should, this is the NBA champion. But in my book, I think it's just so hard to be able to consistently be amazing and to be able to get through the playoffs every year, Um, even if you have these star players, because things just happen. So I, I think they're going to go far, almost if not to the conference finals. But I don't know if they can make it all the way to the finals. I really hope they do. They're definitely the favorites in my book, and I really want them to win. I'd love to see Dane get a ring finally. That would be amazing. But I don't think it's going to work out the way it does. But an amazing credit for the Bucks sets the team for the future. And if everything goes well, this is a championship team.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think on paper and and in real life on the court is two different things. On paper, definitely, I agree with you. And we've seen duos have worked out in the past. Giannis and Chris Middleton worked out most recently for the Bucks, actually. But we've seen Jamal Murray and I mean, you don't really yep. count Aaron Gordon in that, but whatever. One of Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, Jamal who, Murray and Jamal Murray, by yeah, line. exactly. Jamal Murray, who Aaron Gordon stepped up, but Jamal Murray and um and Nikola Jokic. I think and, that and could the be the same situation. Let me add in. After you what? talk
1: about, after you mentioned that, let me just quickly add something. That the reason that worked is because it was just so perfect with having a guy who's on the outside being able to shoot threes, so the defense has to play the perimeter, but also having a guy that plays in the low block. It's the same thing the Bucks have now. Could
0: be dangerous. Exactly, and I don't. They had that before too. Remember, they had Chris Middleton. Same thing, but They're not not like Dame range like this. Yeah, team, honestly, their defense exactly exactly up so far. Dude. Um, but I think. We've seen duos work in the past, and the Nuggets example is really great in terms that there were two really good stars, or at least one amazing star, and one star who was good until he got hurt, and he came close to what he did before he was hurt in Jamal Murray. So now you have two stars here, Um, Giannis, obviously, and it looked like he did some recruiting to get – Dame along with him. And I think that the the, what they traded away doesn't really matter in terms of significance. You're going short term here with Dame Lillard. You're trying to win a championship early. And they didn't even trade
1: away a lot.
0: Exactly. And that's what I was going to get to, but I think it's Dame's 11th season or 12th season coming up. So he definitely has is on getting to the older side. So they have to play quick and they have to advance as quick. And another reason I think this will work is because this is going to be a very heavily backcourt team. If you understand what I'm saying, and what I mean by that is Last year, the Milwaukee Bucks had the sixth highest points per game at 117 points per game. They just got rid of their best defender, one of the best defenders in the NBA, who got traded to the Trailblazers, who then got traded to the Celtics, which, by the way, I'm ecstatic about. But... So that trade alone and that part of it is going to help a game style more similar to what what Dame has been in the Trailblazers organization, which they rarely – they were never up there in defense at all. And then Giannis, we know how dominant he is. And then Chris Middleton, who can stretch the defense and is a very good mid-range shooter. Then you have Giannis, who started to develop his three-game works in the paint, and Dame Lillard, who is just on another level from deep. So I think this Bucks team could be really good on paper. Now, we know – in real life, this Bucks team has been a problem coaching. Um, Giannis has been unhappy. His contract is coming up. And they have a lot of questions in the locker room besides these three guys. So I think that could be a potential problem going into late in the season, maybe playoff push. But I think that this right now, and and if all things work out, which I think they should, the Bucks are definitely going to at least the Eastern Conference Finals if all goes well, no injuries happen, that kind of thing. I think they could really... As much as I hate to say this, I think they could top the Celtics this year, and it, it it shouldn't even be a question in terms of how the teams are built. All right, now let's move on to our fantasy football segment, two bros, two picks. Each of us will give you two guys that you, we, you could insert onto your bench or into your starting lineup this week. Arsh, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so I'll lead us off, Uh, and my first pick is going to be Michael Wilson, the wide receiver
1: for the Arizona Cardinals. He's 23 years old. In sleeper, he's only rostered 5% of leagues at the moment. But if I were you, I'd pick this guy up quick. He's had a couple good games uh, against the Cowboys. He had 10.6 points. He had a good game. And then last week against the 49ers, he was the wide receiver. Six, he had seven targets, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. Against the Cowboys, he had 86 yards. And uh, in, in week two, he had 56 yards. This guy's a really good player. He's a playmaker all over the field. He's got the deep speed. He's got the route running, and he can really create separation, which is why I think he's got a pretty good matchup against the Bengals this week. We know historically they haven't had a good cornerback cornerback uh, trio and just a good, uh, lo- a good lineup of defensive backs, and that has continued this season. I think that he has the chance to tear this defense up especially with hollywood brown being there and playing great right now this guy has a chance to just come up and be able to be really good so i like michael wilson the wide receiver for the arizona cardinals as my first pick
0: yeah so my first pick here and i'm not sure i don't think this accurately represents him he's currently rostered in 32 percent of leagues but it takes a while for espn to calibrate um how many people added him during the waiver wire Um, but my first guy is Jaleel McLaughlin from McLaughlin from um the Denver Broncos running back. He now we know that Javante Williams is hurt. Obviously, he's had the hip injury. He has the ACL that's really, really been terrible for him coming back from that. Thirteen carries, twelve carries, eleven carries, and he got hurt. Absolute terrible. He hasn't passed nine points at all this season. Um, and Jaleel McLaughlin, on the other hand, the running back who is started the season as a third string, most likely. Will not draw the start, but be the guy that's more productive. He started the season at .3 points. That he only had a catch. Then, 6.5 points. 1.5 points. Last week, in light of the injury, he was used more than Samaj P. Ryan. Had seven carries, 72 yards. Not to mention three catches on three targets. 32 yards and a touchdown. The Broncos were... Trailing that game. So that could be a big big factor why he was on the field more than Samaj P. Ryan. But this week they're playing the New York Jets. That could be the same case. They could easily be trailing here. The Jets, I mean, the Broncos have not had a good defense so far. And not only that, but Jaleel DeLe- McLaughlin has shown more ability to play in open space better than Samaj P. Ryan, more explosive, younger, a guy that Russell Wilson prefers over Samaj P. Ryan. So maybe up the gut it'll be P. Ryan, but around the sides and receiving work, I think will be Jaleel McLaughlin here. I actually just traded for him in one of my leagues because I think he could be really good, even when Javante Williams comes back, who has been a dud this season. So Jaleel McLaughlin is my first pick.
1: And my second pick is Wondale Robinson. He's a wide receiver for the New York Giants. He's only rostered in 12% of leagues. And last game against the Seattle Seahawks, he had 9.7 points. He first uh, played, he first got back and played in week three against the San Francisco 49ers, where he had five targets, uh, only four receptions for 21 yards. But then last week he had six targets, five receptions for 40 yards, no touchdown. I think this week uh, he can have a pretty good game. He's playing the Miami Dolphins. They obviously have a couple good cornerbacks. But against I mean, against the Giants, it's really just going to be a couple lukey touchdowns here and there, which I think Rondell Robinson could get open on a deep play. On a, on a go route, on a fly, or maybe on a slant and take that long. And that's kind of his game right now. It's not going to be a bunch of short routes, quickly get the ball, be able to route run and create separation short, close to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be that big explosive plays that he's good for. And that's why I really like him in this matchup. Yes, it's a very, very good defense. Doesn't matter. There's always going to be those plays. It's not going, it's not going to be a shutout. It's not going to be a low scoring game either. I think that this team uh, the Giants are going to score at least two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, that was actually my second pick. He came back from an injury last week and looked really, really good. Came out immediately as their number one wide receiver. So I really do like him. Now, can we talk about how bad the waiver wire has been in terms of, okay, the waiver wire hasn't been bad, but in terms of the past three weeks, it looked like we have Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, Anthony Richardson, Jaleel McWallon, if you want to count this week. All these guys C. coming J. off Stroud. waiver wire. Exactly, Dell. All these guys that came off of waiver wire. And are actually startable. This week, it's compared to that. It has been miserable. But my second pick for you guys is Dalton Schultz. He's rostered in fifty four percent of leagues. We make an exception for me. It's only four percent, so four percent over fifty percent. Okay. Um, I do like this guy. Obviously, former Dallas Cowboy, so have to like him. But also, he you talked about it in in our QB rankings the the wide receiver core for the Houston Texans is severely underrated and we thought that Dalton Schultz would be more of a safety blanket for a rookie tight for a rookie quarterback that hasn't been the case because CJ Stroud has looked so good but uh, Dalton Schultz had four targets, seven targets, three targets. Last week, three targets caught all three, also got in the end zone. So I think that builds C.J. Stroud's rapport with Dalton Schultz. I think he could potentially be used more. And in a game where the, they're playing the Falcons, who have been terrible against defending tight opposing tight ends, but the Falcons tend to run the ball a lot. So the Texans, if the Falcons score, and the Texans don't have a good defense, so that's probable, the Texans are going to have to throw to get the ball quick into the end zone to end by the end of the quarter. So I think that Dalton Schultz could potentially have touchdown upside here, playing again, playing a terrible Falcons defense against opposing tight ends. So I think he could have a productive day. Um so my first pick is Julio McLaughlin, running back for the Denver Broncos. Second pick is Dalton Schultz, uh tight end for the Houston Texans. And
1: my first pick is Michael Wilson, the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. And second pick is Wondell Robinson, wide receiver for the New York Times.